0: Welcome to Take Out Therapy. I'm Rebecca Hunter, a therapist who knows therapy is actually very expensive and believes that mental health education should be free. Stick with me for the next few minutes and you'll learn something that will help you think about life differently or maybe manage things better for yourself. This podcast is authentic. It's unedited and without a bunch of ads. All I ask is that you pass it along. Please forward an episode to a friend in need. And if you like my style and you want to do some work with me, come join the club at takeouttherapy.com. Let's get to work. Hello there. Do you ever have a day where you just feel so good? Like you're like, I'm doing so good at life. I feel like myself, I feel like I'm being authentic. I feel like I'm kind of getting what I want and presenting myself in the way that I want to present myself. Do you ever have those days? I'm having one of those days. And I thought I'd let you know. (laughs) And if you're not having one of those days, that's okay too, because not all days are like that. The reason I do this podcast is so that you can have more days where you feel like you're getting what you want out of your life, which is why my friend, Today, we have to talk about the people-pleasing. It's very serious, because people-pleasing is becoming an epidemic, <laughs> and we have to just stop. We have to just stop people-pleasing. So today, I'm gonna to talk to you about what, what is people-pleasing, what am I talking about, and what is people-pleasing on like the um, level of mental health? What's the impact? of people pleasing. And then of course, at the end of the podcast, I'll give you some little simple instructions to just start working on it. So if you're one of these people that really likes to help other people have a good experience in life, I see you friend, (laughs) I have been you. (laughs) Okay. And let's talk about this because There's a lot more to it than meets the eye. So people pleasing, people pleasing is a response from our past. And what we do is we try to maneuver life so that other people are not pissed off at us so that other people have no room to criticize us. And so that we feel good because we feel like we're contributing to something positive, right? We feel like with our behavior, we're really impacting people positively. We're helping out, you know, by making them happy with us. And in the process, it's really difficult because sometimes it's way harder to make people happy with us uh, than we think it's going to be, right? So here's the just straightforward truth, because, you know, I just like to tell you, just get to the point. Just tell me what it is. People-pleasing is a trauma response. It's a response to the way things were difficult when we were growing up. And, you know, I use the word trauma and people don't like that word and I get it, but it's just a really good word to describe all the kind of hard things and the sort of hard things and the really hard things that happened to us when we were growing up, whether it was just a mean teacher that you could never please, (laughs) but we're always trying, right? Because children, they want to do well. They want the adults in life to be happy with them, right? Or it could be a response to deeper stuff, like difficult family relationships, you know, sometimes when kids grow up in alcoholism, for example, which I think so many people can relate to, it's kind of a thing, right? When we go when we grow up in alcoholic homes, it's like the alcoholics never really present, and children understand what presence is. And so we feel that. We feel that the adult who's supposed to be taking care of us and supposed to be with us. And that we really look to for support and guidance in our life is nowhere to be found. And so we try to figure out what we can do as a child to help them feel better, be more present, be happy with us, not experience negative emotions right? Because there are family dynamics and relationship dynamics that kind of train us to behave, to be good, to be pleasing to others, to people please, right? And I guess what I want to say about people pleasing as a response to the past is that the way that you behaved to please adults when you were a kid, it worked then, but it doesn't really work in adult relationships. You know, it's like people that grow up in homes where the parents are like never happy enough, right? There's a lot of criticism for whatever reason, that's the parents junk, but like kids have to cope with that somehow. Of course they do. And so, you know, I always think it's really helpful to just approach your story and your past and your, you know, your idea of what's functional and what's dysfunctional. I just, I just think it's really helpful to be kind and to understand that kids aren't adults. Children are very childish. They have child brains and remember our brain is not all the way formed. So the experiences that we're having in our life, it's like, those are the programs that we run on. So this is how we get to people pleasing because in the past, in one framework or another, it was super helpful To try to help other people feel good, to be helpful, to be good. And so, well, it's totally maybe based in the past or maybe it's even based in like a recent relationship you have. Maybe you're like, oh, right. Like I had friends that were very demanding and would cause a big ruckus if they weren't pleased with me you know a lot of people pleasing is based in other people's responses to when they weren't pleased with you right that that's why we avoid conflict friend <laughs> because you know we learn a lot about conflict growing up and whether it's an emotionally safe thing to do or not and so therefore and by the by we get to people pleasing we just get to start this behavior of saying yes and being good and doing the right thing all the time, whether we want to or not. And I got to tell you as a therapist, what I see in my office is it is miserable. It is present day misery saying yes to all kinds of stuff. You don't want to be saying yes to, and trying to make other people happy. When really, like, that's actually not within your control. People pleasing is like trying to make up for the past with our present behavior. And believe me, you, I've been there and I've done that and I still do it. And I catch myself because here's the deal. It's disempowering. It's not helpful. Right? It doesn't help you feel like you're living your life. It helps you feel like you are actually an accessory in a few other people's lives. It's an abandonment of yourself to say yes when you want to say no and to fake it. It's inauthentic really to not say like, no, I actually don't want to go on that thing that sounds like you think it's fun. And like, because I don't think that's fun. That's no fun, but it's authentic to say, I love that you love to roller skate. I think it's awesome, but I don't enjoy it. And that's okay. I'll come and watch. That's authentic. And it's more connecting than this kind of need to say yes or this need to sort of make other people feel comfortable. And so I think it's just really important to kind of just tell you what people pleasing is and tell you that it's not serving you. And then you can start to really recognize it showing up in your life how will you recognize it? That's what people always ask me. Well, how will I know if I'm people pleasing versus just being nice and being involved in my life? Oh, you'll know the difference. And I I think we have to talk about it from the body. You have to embody your own knowing. You have to know what you like and what you don't like. Remember last week's episode on intuition and finding resonance? Yeah, you know what you don't like. <laughs> and so, and you know what the no's are. When somebody's like, Oh, who can bring cupcakes tomorrow? And you're like, I will. And then your whole body goes, Oh, no, I don't want to do that. Or like, come over to my house and hang out. And you're like, Okay, I'll be there. And then you realize, like, oh my God. I'm exhausted. I don't have space for that. And I don't even really want to do that. So you, you can recognize people pleasing by watching for the following things, saying yes all the time, even when you don't want to. Your resentment towards other people because they don't see everything you're doing for them. You want to look for When you're functioning on other people's behalf, like people can get up and get their own glass of water. It's nice to get somebody a glass of water, but what if you don't, right? Are you functioning on someone else's behalf? Are you pretending, saying yes when really how you feel is no, or pretending to like people that you just don't, aren't a good fit with? The vibe's no good, right? We do so much pretending. You wanna look for exhaustion. Exhaustion with the human race is sometimes a good sign that we're doing too much people pleasing. Also, there's not a lot of direct communication involved in people pleasing. There's a lot of kind of backdoor, assuming others' needs, assuming other people's feelings, thinking you know what people are thinking somebody said to me the other day, um, this person says they think that people think this. And I, and I was like, okay, so that's not, that's not a thing <laughs> us thinking we know what other people think is silly. That's us trying to figure out our environment so that we can navigate it easier. Right? Of course recognize people pleasing when it shows up in your life. It's a strategy for getting validation. So another thing to look for is like, am I just looking to be seen here? And is there another way to do it? So here's how you stop people pleasing. Okay. And remember personal growth projects take time. They take patience and they take kindness with yourself and a little bit of grace because all change happens backwards, meaning we foul it up about a thousand times before we go, oh, this is where I need to do that thing, Rebecca said. <laughs> so what I want you to do is like pick three areas of your life where you know flat out you're totally people-pleasing. And just have a sense of humor, because it's like you came across people pleasing because you needed that as a coping skill. All that's happening now is you just don't need to do that anymore. Like grownups don't need to do that. Kids sometimes do need to do that. It's a good survival skill, but grownups in safe situations, they don't need to do that right? We can just, we can conduct our relationship other ways. So what you want to do is you want to pick some areas of your life that you know, you have been people pleasing. One good example is work. Like, are you working too much? Do you have boundaries between your work life and your home life? Hello, (laughs) right? You need to, because if you think you're in relationship with the people in your life, while you're checking your work email, you're not, it's disconnecting. And so there's something to be said for just like drawing some little lines of presence and boundaries around who you're doing what for. I know you want your boss to be happy with you, right? But what I want you to do is, is pick three areas. And then I want you to discuss this situation with a person that's involved in one of these situations. So if you are having trouble with boundaries at work, maybe it's time to go and talk to your boss and say, you know what? I have been having a little bit of trouble with my boundaries around my work. And I'd like to let you know that I'm going to be working on it. And what that might look like is that I'm probably just going to work during my work hours. This is all it looks like. It's not saying "you, you, you." you guys are always emailing me after hours, or you guys are always trying to get me to do stuff when it's not my work time. And no, no, no. This is about you. You keep it on the eye. You say, "I have not had good boundaries. I am kind of a, I have a tendency to people, please, and I am going to work on that. And I just want you to know that that's what you're going to see in my behavior. Okay. So you want to pick three areas. And so if it's with your person, your significant person, the person that you live with maybe, or the person that you're dating, then you just say, Hey, I just want to let you know, I just have a tendency to overfunction, And I think I've been really stepping on your toes and not allowing you to fully function for yourself. So I'm going to just take a step back and I'm going to stop doing your laundry <laughs> and I'm going to stop cleaning up after you. Right. Or whatever it is, people pleasing. And you want to, you want to kind of, um, you know, like just let people know, because like, they're going to be like, what, what's your deal? Why are you bailing? Or why are you not carrying this responsibility that you've carried before? And so like, if you just stop cold Turkey, then you are going to piss people off. So you want to talk about it. These conversations are hard, but they're not that hard when you practice a few times just be explicit in, wow, you're going to change your behavior. And so then that's the second step is like, okay, see where you're doing it. Pick three areas, have some conversations. Like I'm going to work on this and this is how, right? So be explicit about what you're going to do differently. And then what you need to do is change your behavior. And that's really all that has to happen. And the way you do that is that before you answer any questions or emails or requests that people have of you. I want you to stop, just stop. And I want you to walk away from it for a while. Just put it down for a bit, delay your answer and just slow way down. It's so funny. We like get a text and we're like, oh my God, I got to answer this right now. Oh, and we're all like tossed up. Like, oh my God, what's my answer. What's my answer. Just slow down, friend, put the phone down and walk away. <laughs> Just slow it down. And then and then seek resonance. What are your yeses and what are your no's? If a friend that's not actually somebody that you enjoy spending time with or that you don't have energy with for this week wants to get dinner and they're texting you, Just take five minutes and just put the phone down and think to yourself, do you wanna go and do this today? Does this feel like something you want right now? Why would it be good? Why wouldn't it be good? And look for the resonance that we talked about last week and Find Your Intuition. It's there, it will show up for you if you practice this and then answer. Oh, right, and then the last step is know that you're going to do it wrong. You're going to make mistakes here. You're going to be like, well, it totally resonated for me to go over there. But then as soon as I got there, I didn't feel right. I was like, "Ugh, what am I doing here? Yes, of course, that's going to happen. This is a learning process, right? Because the instinct, the brain track is to say, yeah, I'm in. Yep, I can do it. I should want to what's wrong with me if I don't Right? we get into all this dialogue. You don't need to have all that dialogue. You need to embody the answers within you. That is so cheesy. But what I mean is like, you need to look in your body for resonance, which means you can't come up with answers by thinking and thinking and thinking and thinking. Sometimes you've got to slow down and you have to feel the answer. That's right for you. And that's the tricky part with people pleasing is that sometimes we don't know what the answer is. That's right for us. And so that's why we keep doing it. And the more you work with yourself and say, no, what do you really think? And then the more you're in situations and you feel like, Ooh, I don't, this doesn't feel right. Then you'll know more for next time. So mistakes will happen. Okay. And also, I just want to tell you, you get to change your mind. Like if you said you'd bring cupcakes and now you decided what the hell was I thinking? I'm not bringing cupcakes. I don't even eat cupcakes. Guess what? You get to change your mind. I'm so happy about that. Let's exercise that. Shall we be like, I don't know what I was thinking. I'm so sorry that I said I would bring cupcakes cause it ain't happening. You say, no, you say, no, thank you. You say, no, I can't. And you say, no, I'm not into that. That's how you get rid of people pleasing. Okay. I wish you all the luck in dealing with people pleasing because you got to stop. And I got to stop because when we do it, we're inauthentic and life feels like we're literally living for other people and it doesn't feel good. Does it? It's exhausting. Okay. So well, um, I think people pleasing is an interesting topic. And I think we could talk for hours about it. And it is one of the things that I'm going to be talking about in the Takeout Therapy Club, which I am working so hard behind the scenes for you, my friend, to create an experience that you can come every month and you can get this awesome chunk of information. And just like on the podcast, you get this very streamlined action-oriented personal growth plan. So I'm really excited about it and I'm working hard on your behalf, (laughs) but not to people, please, but rather just because, you know, it fills me up to help people better function in their life. And to be honest, like it's not that hard to better function in life. All we have to do is be willing to be in a good relationship with ourself, to be accountable for our behavior and just start changing it. So I, I will be right here with you. I'm over on my side doing my work too. So I'll see you next time. Thanks for listening. The goal of this project is really to provide mental health education to everyone who needs it. So if you want to help me with that, forward an episode to a friend or write a kind review, please. And if you like my style and you're ready to dig in, do some work with me, come join the club at takeouttherapy.com, where I'm now hosting a monthly mental health maintenance club. I also do classes, groups, and one-on-one coaching and therapy. It's time for change. Are you ready?